Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. And also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I am Ethan Hewlin, and this week I am joined by a very special guest who is a recent good friend of mine. Please welcome Isabel Luchtenfeld. Belle, what's up? Uh, not much. Just doing some homework. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help you procrastinate for a little while. That's always fun. Yes. Uh, so... Belle, can you tell our listeners kind of how we met and that sort of thing? So we're both on a mutual Discord server, and there we were doing a non-official meetup. And it was really funny because one of the pe- we were meeting at the zoo, and one of the people was telling everyone to meet at the heffalumps with, and for anyone who loves Winnie the Pooh knows heffalump is an elephant in real life. So both of us end up going to the elephants instead of um, meeting at the entrance, like, pre-planned. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty funny and just led to an amazing day, just overall. Now, yes. Now, Belle, you have an experience with college that I, as of right now, have never had. And that's what we're going to talk about today, is living on campus and living away from a home. So can you kind of go into like what made you decide to you know go to the college you did and why you decided to live on campus instead of in an apartment or something like that so ever since freshman year of high school i knew that i wanted to be a physical therapist and the school that i go to is a great school for physical therapy i discovered it because my aunt went here graduated and told me about their program which is a direct entry, so I won't ever have to reapply for grad school as long as I can like keep my grades up and stay in the program. So that's one of the huge reasons I chose this school. Another reason that I ended up choosing this school is I focused very hugely on like keeping my grades up in high school, but I struggled with the ACT. And this is one of the few schools that they actually focus on the GPA versus the ACT. And they'll look at the ACT if your GPA is lacking, which it, which I think is awesome that they will use one or the other depending on your choice. Um, and so then this school is four hours away from where my parents are. So it's either live on campus or get an off-campus apartment. Living on campus, I got the opportunity to live with someone which, as an only child, I never had. I got the opportunity to like just be there you hear an about event and then you don't have to worry about travel time to get there you can just be like oh that's cool drop what you're doing walk out the door and like be there in five minutes not even um you don't have to wake up super early for classes (laughs) you can wake up 15 minutes before and get there five minutes before if you rush (laughs) yeah um so it's just a really great opportunity I really like the location because it's within driving distance of my house. So if I wanted to, I could go home for a weekend or my parents have come up several times to visit me. But it does give me that sense of independence. 
Yeah, and how has um, how has living away from your parents like affected you mentally? Do you um, do you ever get homesick? Do you ever like just go back because you want to, or is it, or has that never bothered you really? Um, it hasn't really bothered me. I think a lot has to do with the fact that I've done a lot of summer camps and I've been fine doing those. Um, and there's also a thing of if I ever do think about going home, I'm like, it's a four hour car drive, give or take to get there. So you're going to be getting there late one night. If you have Friday classes, late Friday, and then you're going to have to leave really early on Sunday and you have to decide on if it's going to be worth it or not. Yeah. So I usually don't. Uh, last year and the entirety of the year outside of the breaks, I've, I only made it down once for a non-break. Gotcha. Now, and you said that living with somebody else, like you're an only child, you never had the experience. So what's it like basically having a sister for the first time? Um, it wouldn't necessarily be the first time because I did have foreign exchange students, but that's a different aspect when they're not when you're not living in the same room. The biggest thing that you share is the bathroom. So living with someone in a room, you're like, it's hard to under not hard to understand, but you're like, okay, this is a shared space. What I do in here affects the other person, and then sharing a bathroom with three other girls versus at the most one other girl. Right has been an interesting experience. I'm sure it has. But, um, so let's go a little bit deeper. Like what, has this independence made you more confident? Are you scared? Is it, like how does that feel to be independent? At first it was scary because I didn't want to do anything wrong. So my mom told me um, just recently that last year when I moved here, um, I ended up calling her for every single thing. So I would call her and be like, hey, is it okay if I go to Target? And like every single time I wanted to leave campus because I'm not used to not having to ask her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as like time went on, I just got used to just being able to go and not needing to like ask her and it not necessarily being my parents' business what happens. The thing that that complicates is when you go back home. I see. When you go back home, there is one time over Thanksgiving break last year, my friend and I decided to go to the mall for Black Friday shopping. Well, just being in the habit, I didn't tell my parents that I was doing that. Mm-hmm. It led to some confusion because they were wondering where I was. Yeah. It was like, you know, I, I haven't had that experience yet, but when, I mean, I would think, like, when you go back home, you're... Am I correct? And like you're not used to having the rules um, and it's stuff. An adjustment. It's a. Adju- it's an adjustment for pe- for both of us because it's like my parents aren't. My parents also, they surprisingly get a life without me, <laughs> and then, but I'm also used to having a life without them and not having to ask them like, hey, is it okay? Or like having a curfew again for the first time. Yeah, that's fun. Oh yeah, it's an adjustment, and is you just gotta find a balance. Which we worked on this summer. Still not perfect, but who is right? How does the the experience of like have you taken out any student loans? Have you what have you had to do as far as that goes, and how has that affected you? I 
I am actually extremely fortunate with this. I have not had to take out any, any student loans. Um, my parents have made a deal with me where they will cover the first four years of college education. And then after that, it will be on me with possibly a little help from them, depending on where this leaves them. Mm-hmm. So they just want to set me up for the best future possible for me, which I can't thank them enough for this. Yeah, that that is not my experience at all. Like, my original plan was to go to a four-year university um, in-state, and because my mom is raising three other kids, she can't afford to do that. Yeah. So I had to, if I wanted to get a college education, not just work, I had to go to a junior college, which is what I'm doing right now. And that's been, I guess you could say it's a, it's the best of both worlds because I've been able to pay for all of it myself. And Mm -hmm. I also like, don't have to worry about getting a roommate because I'm still living at home. And that's like, yes, you know, while I'm not as independent as I want to be, like this is just, you know, one step of many that's going to be going further on down the road. Yeah. And if I didn't get into this school, honestly, I probably would have gone to the junior college to get like some, um, to get, oh, why can't, gen ed's done and out of the that's way. That's what I'm doing. And then I would have actually reapplied at, into this program as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So I would have had more years of college, but I would have had gen ed, like I would have transferred in those gen eds. Mm-hmm. And then probably would have had to take a minor. Yeah. So you said that you've been to a lot of summer camps in the past. How has that um, impacted your sense of independence? Um, It's been... I mean, it depends on the summer camp because there's been a lot of them that have really helped. But then my mom also kept me in day camps until I was 14. So day camps, it's like you get less time to hang with your friends. You get less time home alone, which really doesn't help your independence. But summer camps where you stay away for nine plus days, it helps you just, you're living with, I think the max cabin I had had like 12 girls in Mm -hmm. it. You're living with, so I was living with 11 girls for nine days and waking up at the crack of dawn, going to bed late at night. What kind of camp stories do you have? Um, oh, I have so many. The one story that I find really funny, because like, after this happened, I still kept going back to the camp. But it was the first day of camp. Oh, this was probably my fourth year going to the camp, I think. Mm-hmm. And have you ever heard of Gaga Ball? Oh, yeah. I know all about so, Gaga Ball. Yeah, so for those that don't know, it's a pen that on me is roughly like waist high. It's wooden, and it's a game where everyone has to touch touch inside of it, and then the ball bounces, and you go ga-ga ball. And at the end of, and at the end, then you can like, you have to hit the ball and hit someone in the knee or below. So I was playing ga-ga ball. I start stepping out of the pen because I got out. And randomly, my knee collapses on me. 
randomly. And, like, people kept playing <laughs> until the counselors, like, saw me not being able to get up and been like, okay, hold it, everyone. They, like, had to lift me out of the pen. I ended up tearing my articular cartilage on my knee. Wow. So, the funny thing is, though, this is a, this is a camp. You're in, you are in the woods with gravel roads, different things. Mm. I, that was the first day of camp. I stayed for two more days. And I left on the third day, which was what we called Princess Day. So it was basically a day where, the, where all the boys had to be extra nice to the girls. That's a thing? That was a thing. We also had Night's Day, which was when the girls had to be nice to the boys. Makes sense. Yeah, so, and I still kept, like, I was, like, when they told me that they had called my dad because they wanted my dad to pick me up, I was in tears. I was like, no, I don't want to leave. Even though I could, I was limping and walking, like, knee was swollen up bigger than my dad's fist. Yikes. (laughs) And I, yeah, so then, ended up getting surgery, like, I'm fine now, but, so that's one story that I have. Another story is, apparently... This is a story from my camp counselor. There were these one girls in a cabin that were not, like, being quiet and were not going to bed at lights out. And so then the counselors all got down on their, like, got down on their hands and knees. And then they just start barking, like, into the thing and freaked out all of the other campers. <laughs> wow. I've been a counselor for summer camps before. I have never done that or even heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's It was an extremely popular camp mm-hmm. where I'm from because mm-hmm. the boys all had so the boys had one cabin mm-hmm. which each had like different bunks which were rooms. Mm-hmm. Um the girls had two cabins. That's how there was very much more girls than guys mm-hmm. there. But, yeah. Like, there was a wait list for this camp. It was super popular. It was so much fun. Yeah. So, like, so as, as, I think I, as I think you know, and as our listeners know, I am an Eagle Scout. I was heavily involved in Boy Scouts for, for several years. And so I went to a Boy Scout summer camp every year. Um... Not the same one every year, but uh, a summer camp for 10 years, basically. And that just really... I always look forward to it because I I am the only boy of my siblings. I have four sisters, and I am the second of five. So it there's a lot of... There was a lot of women in my house and I just wanted to get away and be with guys for a week and a half. And I always look forward to it. I always look forward to it because you could just, you know, do whatever, well, do guy stuff without getting like judged for it. Like you could leave the lid up on the toilet seat and be fine because it's all guys there and nobody cares. So, um, so let's see. Oh man. So my first year at this camp, I was probably 11, maybe 10. No, I was 11. Um, I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and 
there was this raccoon in the bathroom. Oh, no. Yeah, it was not a great time. I was petrified. And I tried to, like, shoo it away, and it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't do anything. So I just started walking towards it, and it just hissed at me. And I was like, oh, crap. I'm an 11-year-old. Wait, why did you start walking towards it? Because I needed to go. I didn't. I didn't know any better. And I just... I walked towards it, and eventually it ran away, but, like... You know, this is my first experience at a summer camp where I'm away for 10 days, away from, you know, everything, and I'm just, like... Ow. And... So... Yeah. Did the Boy Scout camp take your phone away? Like, were you allowed to have I was not. I was not allowed to have it, and that's probably one of the best things about those kind of camps, I think. Yes, I agree. And, the yeah, you were saying? The really interesting thing about the camp that I go to, because I was looking into being a counselor, and, like, I would love to do being a counselor just for different reasons. I don't think it's going to actually happen. Mm-hmm. But one of the interesting things is, even as a counselor, you only get your phone during your break, and you get two hours. You get a two-hour break. Every single day. This is in a 24-hour period. So at night, no, you don't get your phone. It gets locked in a locker. Hmm. And during your two-hour break, you get your phone. Yeah, when I was a camp counselor for this Boy Scout leadership camp, that was not my experience. We had our phones all uh, whenever we wanted them. But we did have to, like, teach well, the kids and do stuff like that. Yeah. They would have, like, walkie-talk... Like, I don't think there's very much phone service there anyways, so they would have walkie-talkies to communicate throughout the camp. Mm -hmm. But, like, you weren't allowed to have your phone on you. And I kind of think that's a really cool thing, even for the counselors, because then you just get even more bonding time with your campers, different things. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the great things about those camps. And, you know, looking back, I'm glad that I didn't have it with me, because... You know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing of like, you know, it's a, it's a 10 day detox from everything that's going on. And when you got done with it, at least for a couple of days, you wouldn't really have too much of an interest to look at your phone. Right. And then you start looking at your phone eventually again and you're like, why did I start? Right. That's, that's the long and short of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so just bringing it back to the, you know, living independent from your family. So those are your first kind of experiences, just living, you know, by yourself. Yeah. How do you think you're going to go? How do you think that's going to go going forward? Um, going forward, I can only see it like getting better, just. I'm really enjoying this independent thing. Um, We're already looking at for next year, and my friends and I, we have on-campus apartments. So I think some of my friends and I, we're looking forward to getting that so that we're not stuck eating campus food all the time. Yeah. And even, like, beyond that, like, once you graduate, like, once once you graduate, like, where does that that lead you? Are you going to still have roommates, or are you going to live by yourself? I honestly don't know. I think a huge part of that has to do with where I live, how expensive it is, and just what the general plan is at the moment. Like, 
because when I graduate, that is five year, five and a half years from mm-hmm. now. So like, while I am like looking at the future, that's such a long ways away. It's going to fly by, but right, as of right now, that's such a long ways away that whatever plans I make today are very easily going to be changed Right. in that time. Well, because I know, for me personally, I probably will have at least one roommate, no matter if I'm, no matter if I'm married or not, because if I'm alone for too long, I start to get into my own head and that just doesn't work out for anyone yeah you know and that's just that's why like i'm already planning next year because i'm going to that four-year university next year and my friends and i are already getting on the idea of moving into an on-campus apartment that the three of us are going to share and um so that way I won't have to be alone. I'm with my friends. I know these guys. And I'll always have someone to talk to most of the time. Yeah. See, I think for me a huge part, which these past two years have changed this a lot, but at least when I started, I didn't mind being alone. Because, like, last year my roommate would go home every weekend. This year both of my sweetmates go home every weekend. My roommate goes home, like, twice a month or so. But, like, I don't mind being alone all that much. Like, I've now started, like, to mind it more. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a huge part of me being an only child. So, like, my parents would want to go out, hang out with their friends. Well, when my parents go and hang out with their friends, they're hanging out with their friends for three, four hours plus. Mm-hmm. Which, at where, like, at the restaurant, as a kid, I'd get extremely bored. Right. So I would oftentimes, like, if I was old enough, I would opt to stay home. I would get bored there, but at least I could, like, call. I could watch a different... I could change the TV channel. I could just do some different activity. Whereas at the bar, what am I going to do? Right. And, like, that may go back to me, you know, being... Having... Having four siblings... Like, yeah, there, there's rarely been a time where I've had to be by myself, even though that's kind of how I regain my energy is being alone. Mm-hmm. So I just come to realize about myself that I need some sort of human interaction on a daily basis. Otherwise, it's just not going to be good for oh, anybody. Yeah, because yeah. this like usually for summers, if my friends are busy, then I spend like quite a few days like. My parents at work, so I'd spend quite a few days, like, home alone. Mm-hmm. But this past summer, I don't think I've, I've been, to, like, during the second half at least, every night, every day, if I wasn't working, I was going to, I was doing something with someone. Yeah, that's how my summer went, basically. All right. So, Belle, we are approaching wrap-up time. Is there anything, is there anything okay. else you want to say? Um, just that if you can... People argue that on that like living on campus is more expensive than living off of campus, and depending on the area, that may be true. But living on campus, you just get so many more benefits, in my opinion, than living off campus, because you're just there for events and you get an opportunity to make friends. Versus, you're not gonna since you're already living off campus. Why just travel all that way when there might not be anything to do? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Thanks for joining me, Belle, and thank you again. Thanks for having and me. And thank you again, listeners, for listening to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros and the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at True Stories Pod. Belle, where can we find you? Um, you can find my Instagram princess underscore bell zero two zero three i made that as a sophomore so i know it's dorky but and that's really what i'm on all right glad to have you i'll be back with more stories next week so until then this is ethan hewlin signing off (laughs) 